Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by Dave Chevens, who is the CEO of CypherTrace and co-chair of the Cryptocurrency Working Group at the APWG.org, or the Anti-Fishing Working Group, as it's otherwise known. Dave and I are going to talk about some of the recent findings from the Q4 2018 Cryptocurrency Anti-Money Laundering Report that they published. Um, so first, welcome, Dave. Thanks for joining me again. Nick, it's a pleasure to talk with you again. So Dave, let's, um, the report's got some pretty interesting insights in it. So I think one of the things I'd like to talk about first of all is we, we've heard a lot about things like ransomware, SIM swapping in recent months, that kind of thing. What are you seeing that's new? Yeah, Nick, so we, one of the things that we've seen, which is I think very interesting to the community, is the confluence of how criminals use spam, malware distribution and how it interfaces with cryptocurrency. And so one of the areas we've seen is a, uh, a, a technique we call crypto dusting. So this is uh, when the bad guys who typically operate money laundering operations in crypto, they want to disable the ability of anti-money laundering and investigation tools. So what they're doing is they're sending tens of thousands of people a week, very small amounts of cryptocurrency that has obviously gone through money laundering services. And so this builds out a pattern that what they're hoping is everyone who's active in crypto gets a negative reputation. Therefore, tools that use reputation scoring don't work anymore. So this has created an interesting challenge for the cryptocurrency security community and you know, really kind of looking back and going, whoa, like a lot of the techniques around spam filtering, malware filtering, targeted attacks are applicable into cryptocurrency and the bad guys, you know, kind of got there a little bit ahead of us. Uh, so that's, that was one interesting development. You mentioned before we got on this call, the states or the nation state usage of crypto. Um, what kind of attacks are we seeing put out by nation states? Nation state actors have uh, realized that cryptocurrency is a great way to avoid sanctions and uh, sanctions across the globe. And so they've actively engaged in programs to, uh, to use cryptocurrencies to move money around the world, to acquire funds in different uh, countries that they can use. So the first ones we knew about was North Korea, um, but more interestingly, I think in the last two months and even just in the last week, uh, are efforts by countries such as Venezuela and Iran to use cryptocurrencies as a way to evade sanctions um, we've seen direct uh, attacks by these countries to try to gain intelligence on who's monitoring them. We've seen the launch of a cryptocurrency in Venezuela to try to avoid oil funding sanctions. And in the last uh, two days, we're seeing uh, Iran really upping their efforts. Now, we saw Iran in August of 2018 making initial forays in the space. We were able to observe them in October and November and December of 2018, really starting to make concerted intelligence moves 
and attacks. Um, but what we're seeing now in early 19 is their uh, apparent intention to launch their own cryptocurrency. Uh, they've proposed regulation at the end of January here to take an effective February of 2019, which would constrain the usage of cryptocurrencies inside the country to uh, a government issued cryptocurrency, which then can be used to, well, one, provide taxation, but two, as a very large funnel for uh, money laundering and evading sanctions. One of the questions I had as well, which it seems to be a bit of a, uh, I'd say, contradiction almost. Though. I mean, clearly the value of a lot of cryptocurrencies has diminished significantly since 2017. And yet you're reporting that you know, during 2018, uh, hackers stole more than 950 million from cryptocurrency exchanges and infrastructure, which is 3.6 times higher than in 2017. So what's, what's going on there? Well, Nick, I think what this shows is uh, we're seeing a criminal activity has dramatically increased to uh, follow the money, if you will. So given the decrease in the general overall market capitalization of cryptocurrencies, the fact that uh, the theft numbers, when converted into euros or U.S. dollars, is three and a half times or more than in 2017 would indicate that the criminal activity has markedly increased. So way more than 3.6. It's probably 10. And some other estimates we have now is almost up to 20 times more criminal activity has focused on the theft of cryptocurrencies and also scams and exit fraud type of activities around cryptocurrencies have dramatically increased. And we, we attribute that to uh, an increased awareness of these currencies through dramatic global media coverage, uh, dramatic price increase. And then, I mean, the bad guys have figured out that a lot of these cryptocurrency companies I've only been in business for one year, two years, three years, so they don't have the uh, security protocols and controls that you would expect from, for example, a bank or a large payment provider that has been around for 10 or 15 years. So countering this, I mean, obviously, we've got a variety of regulations coming into play around AML and cryptocurrencies. So with these regulations coming into play, either in 2018, as we've seen with a variety of them, and then obviously this is increasing on an international level through 2019, are these going to have any impact, do you think, on cryptocurrency anti-money laundering? Or is this just going to be a case of balloon squeezing with the money launderers just becoming more evasive and moving elsewhere? Well, I think that, uh, you know, it's open for debate. It's an interesting question. Our view is that it will help considerably. Um, we have been able to profile cryptocurrency exchanges that are in jurisdictions that have much stronger anti-money laundering and know your customer regs versus those that don't. And we see a lot less criminal activity. Now, as we start to see Europe adopt uh, more standardized uh, AML regulations for cryptocurrencies, it's going to help tremendously. We're seeing Asia start to adopt these methods. That's Japan, Korea, Singapore is now starting to work on this. 
that's going to help as well. So what does it mean? I think it means that, yes, the balloon gets squeezed because we're going to start to see the majority of cryptocurrency activity that is malicious, that is about theft, that is about funding, ransomware, that's going to an extortion, that's going to move to jurisdictions that do not have these types of regulations. That helps because it allows companies to start to monitor where the currency comes from. It obviously doesn't eliminate the problem, but it, it's going to help. Um, it's going to help in the investigation of ransomware gangs, malware gangs, uh, people who sell stolen credentials. It's not the complete solution, but it definitely, in my opinion, it's going to help a lot. Well, Dave, as ever, thank you very much for your uh, insights on this topic. You're obviously in very deep with it. Uh, that is Dave Jevons, who's the CEO with CypherTrace and co-chair of the Cryptocurrency Working Group at the Anti-Phishing Working Group. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.